Oh yeah, fuck yeah. What's up everybody? This is Steve O and you're listening to Nowhere California. It's a fucking podcast, dick. Uh we're supposed to record with Matt today, right? Uh yeah, it's on the schedule. Why? There's just been something nagging on my mind for the past couple of days. Well what's that? Oh. We forgot to mention him on the one year episode. Oh crap. You villain! Sheep stealing, kitten kissing, gold lovers! You mention every person under the sun on this stupid podcast except me! Shut your pool holes! Oh, a podcast from nowhere! Whose fallen idea was that? Well, it seemed like a good idea. Quiet, you return on movie! You think you're so macho, but you're nothing but an adulterer! Someone who talks about hookers all the time! Hook your time! Hook your time! I told you about hooker thing in confidence! And you think I'm the crazy one? Man? Quiet! I'll get to you in a moment, you the one! And you, Phil, you give me such a hard time about furries, but you're the one with a sexual addiction to cats! And a female cat is not naked just because she takes off her socks! You may like animated pussy, but in real life, you are a pussy! And you, you drunken rooster, how many drunken texts have you sent to Phil, huh? Well, it was a proud I already got to you. You get on him about all of these uh, godly godly king. But who was the one who had a sexual addiction to wrestlers when he was a kid? And all those little tight statics. Woo! And speaking of relationships, you can't keep one longer than you keep a bunch of detriment you know what? Forget this. Forget it. Just forget it. Let's just record this piece of excrement. Oh, this is Josh. Yeah, it's okay, Phil. You, you go ahead. This is Phil. And this is Matt. Woo! And welcome back to Nowhere, California. So, man, uh, how do you feel? I feel pretty good, actually. Well, that's awesome. Well, well recently... Josh and I, uh, last year, around October, we yeah, had, this, Actually, I think it was about this time last it was year. The, uh, that's right, about this time last year, uh, we actually went to go see Ghostbusters in theaters. Uh, it was released uh, temporarily. Yeah, it was like a three-week re-release. Yeah. Re-release. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it just took me back to when I was, you know, like, you know, four years old. And you know what? It, what I really loved about it is it, it looked all grainy yeah. and stuff like that. It's the way it looked when I first saw it in theaters. And don't get me wrong, I love it digitally touched up, but there's a certain kind of charm to seeing it um, in its, you know, undigitized glory. Yeah, I've been doing that too lately. The local theater here has a classic movie showcase, and I've seen some really great like just classic movies. I've, right. I've seen my favorite lady. Yes, I went and saw a musical. No, no, I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you shit about that. Um, I went and saw Exorcist, which. Oh. I realized what that one. Back in the day, I could see why people were freaking shitting themselves over oh, that one. Well, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, this is kind of boring. Well, really. <laughs> but still, the fact of it, the classic movie it was, and it is still, mm-hmm. made me like, I, I like this. Yeah. And also, I've also seen Clockwork Orange. And uh, Jaws, most recently in theaters, two movies I honestly really care less about, but having the chance to see them on the big screen, 
There was something to yeah, it? Yeah, there was something there. Like oh. Chinatown is, I believe, next week. What? That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that uh, being uh, said, we actually got... Um, uh, the topic today, we'd like to talk about the kind of movies or what movies that have been passed over uh, yeah. that we would actually like to see released on screen for, uh, you know, you know, one day or one night, one day, a couple weeks yeah. since, like, Disney mm -hmm. seems to be doing that lately yeah. to pull yeah. some more money out of people's back pockets. Yeah, yeah well, they did that with uh, Beauty and the Beast. They made that into 3D. They did that with uh, The Lion King, and they're about to do it um, with uh, Finding Nemo. Finding yeah. Nemo, yeah. and uh, there, there are several uh, different movies that they're just deciding to re-release. They did that with uh, Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the next year are supposed to be coming out within the next year. Yeah, uh -huh. and then uh, every Halloween they have uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, it's released awesome. in a different touched up. Uh, it's been released in 3D. It's been released in Dolby Digital. It's been released digitally remastered. I mean, it's been re-re-re-released. Yeah, and worked uh, over and... It's a shell of its former self. But kidding. It's still no, no. It's it's a classic, and that's why it has showed so much. Yeah. But with that being said, we would like to know what you know what what gems would we like to see? Yeah. On the silver screen. I think for me, you know what? No, I'm gonna hold my. We got we got a guest here. We got a guest. We got here. a guest. But yeah. you know, you guys you guys have been really good to me uh, by allowing me to go first the last couple of times. So you know what, Josh? Please. Okay. Go ahead. If you insist, right. I don't want you yelling at me again. <laughs> Um, okay. One of my first choices would be actually one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Okay. Yeah. okay. Why, now why is that? Yeah, just the classic the how the, the the classic aspect of that movie would just be shown on that big screen. Mm -hmm. There's those smaller movies that are classics that kind of get forgotten, and one that flew over the cuckoo's nest to me is one of those that are kind of <coughs> is kind of been forgotten. Mm -hmm. It is still one of those big movies where it did clean house at the Oscars and everything. But a generation has missed it. Right. And just a good classic drama mm -hmm. is somewhat missing in this day and age. No, that's true. That's true. So today, drama is less, uh, less you know, drama and more... Uh, Oscar bait. Uh, yeah, Oscar bait. Se sex with my husband gone wrong kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have a husband? That's not. He was throwing it out as an example, Josh. That's not, not, not <laughs> what I meant, and you know it. <laughs> Don't yell. Don't yell. Don't hit me. Uh, okay, enough of that. Is Mecca have to shank a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Okay, uh, so, uh, that... That's, yeah, that's, that's one of my choices. Okay, uh, okay well, do you have another choice? Um, um, like a runner-up? Um, for... Uh, come back to me on that one. Okay, right. we'll come back to you. Uh, Matt, why don't you go ahead and take it? Okay, well, uh, there are a couple uh, different movies that I thought really deserved a re-release onto the big screen. We were talking about how Disney's been uh, putting the mm -hmm. movies back, but in 3D. Right. They did, uh, they're doing Finding Nemo, they did Beauty and the Beast, the, uh, they did the, uh, the Lion King. Mm -hmm. One thing I would like for them to re-release in 3D is the, is the movie Aladdin. Yeah. That was my that favorite Disney film when I was a kid. Uh, I think that it would be awesome to see it as a 3D release. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, now, there, there's, now, my second choice was going to be something that's very classic. I think everyone would want to go and see it. That would be Spaceballs. Oh, yeah, yeah now, definitely. Uh, yeah. Was Spaceballs ever actually released in the theater? Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, I was. I think that they would uh, get, everybody would get a kick out of seeing it on the big screen again. Well, speaking of Spaceballs, mm -hmm. um, 
in Entertainment Weekly recently, they did an interview. I think I mentioned this possibly in a past episode. I'm not sure. Well, they did an interview with Mel Brooks, and they were talking about all of his past works and everything, mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. uh, producers and stuff, and how those have transferred into Broadway plays and everything. Mm-hmm. And they got to the point in the interview where they started talking to him about Spaceballs. And he was even shocked by the success of Spaceballs because he thought it was just going to be this random uh-huh. space-age comedy with Lucas's help and everything. And he's like, I get so many people talking about like producers and Blazing Saddles, but the one that everybody talks to me about <laughs> is Spaceballs. It was just a passing thought to him because he goes, well, what genre have I not made fun of? Oh, space. Oh, yeah. this will be fun. Yeah. And so he, he said like, there's, it still gets big money on DVD and everything like that. And he, when he's like going out to dinner and stuff, when he's signing a check, he's like, well, Spaceballs pay for that. And yeah. Then the interviewer asked him too. It was like, okay, well, you did Blazing Saddles and producers made him into Broadway. Oh, and uh, Young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting about that one. Would you ever think about doing Spaceballs as like either a sequel or on Broadway and stuff? And he's like, no, no. It's kind of just yeah. It's its own entity. It is. It is what it is. It it's is. a solid thing. Everybody, God, no, I don't know anybody who doesn't quote that movie. Oh, yeah. I see that your Schwartz is as big as mine. It. I think it is the quintessential satire film. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, if you oh, haven't seen Connery, you know, it's quintessential. <laughs> and quintessential. It is. is. Watch it in big spy. Well, that's what he says. Oh yeah, yeah. Sean Connery was fucking knock on this. Yeah. Yeah. And it works out. <laughs> okay, I'm I need you to get past that sinister swear. <laughs> so, um, okay. <laughs> I'm Sean Connery and I like using Perk Plus. <laughs> oh, now there is a TV ad I'd like to see. Yeah. Anyway, especially in Perk Plus, it is <laughs> random. Sean Connery uses Perk Plus. <laughs> I'm not only uh, I'm not only the president of the Hair Club for Men. I'm also a member. Okay, well, uh, you need your money, man. Exactly. He wears a wig, <laughs> and they also does uh, blackjack really well. Yeah, as exactly. A, as a reward for winning, you get my secret atomic pen and my lost five girlfriends. <laughs> oh God! And my well, special ring that's a kazoo. As long as none of them's honey penny, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, uh, the the thing is, Spaceballs it's one of those movies. It's like you don't know satire unless you've seen it. Exactly. You have not seen satire until you've seen that movie. You know how that goes. Oh yes. But um, yeah, I will admit I wouldn't mind seeing that uh, on screen again. That'd be interesting to see Spaceballs in a theater with a bunch of people dressed up as the characters. Oh, 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 oh. Star Wars all the time. You know what? Spaceballs deserve somebody running around dressed as Dark Helmet. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd get the freaking wig and stuff mm-hmm. on and dress up as Barf. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm a mock. Half, half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know when you brought up Spaceballs that there's going to be quotes. Oh, yeah. Right. So, you, you know what? I, I personally, I, I see it this way. Yeah. Uh, if... There, if it was ever re-released and we decided that we wanted to go see this dressed up, uh-huh. I would see uh, Josh as Lone Star, Phil as Mog, Phil as Mog, oh. and me as Yogurt. Yeah. I was about to say, are you going to be Dark Helmet? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I could pull off Dark Helmet. I mean, uh, Lord knows. I can pull off Mog, but I like wearing black, so I'd be Dark Helmet. Yeah. Okay, well. You went over my helmet? Yeah, so, and, then, yeah. and, then, and then Alicia could go as, as the princess. No, yeah. she doesn't get involved in that horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, did, uh, I, 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 well, another one ideas. just popped in my head. What's that? Okay. Um, I'd say my ultimate choice. I even actually researched how to get like one of the oh, wow. companies to do it because like when you see these re-releases and these one-night showings, it's either like directly through Cinemark or this company called Fathom Events, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they show movies, they show opera and stuff. 
And I've been wondering for a long time, like, how do they choose which movie gets thrown out there? Mm -hmm. I was bored. I don't sleep too much. <laughs> and I emailed them. Oh, wow. And they got back to me the, quickly the next day. And they basically said it's public demand. So during that email, I even mentioned, like, a lot of friends want to see The Crow. And honestly, The Crow is one of my all-time favorite movies, like we've discussed in past episodes. And I would kill to see that on the big screen again. That yeah. movie came out in a weird point in my life. Mm -hmm. And, like, where I'm at now and everything, I would love to see it on the big screen again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I bought a Blu-ray copy of it, and the picture and the sound quality is perfect. And it's just like, I want to see this on the big screen. Well, and the real funny thing is none of the sequels have really caught the... Um, um, you know, caught the magic of the first. Oh, exactly. And I don't, I don't know if it's if it surrounds itself because of you know like Brandon Lee's death, but I just think that the movie is solid and it's a co solid cult classic on its own. Yes. But how come the sequels have failed? I mean, I mean, the second one was it wasn't horrible, but it was not. The second the one, one to me is has always been underrated. Yeah. Because the it's like it's like uh, Dark Knight Rises after Dark Knight. How do you top the one before? It, it, or, it tried. or like mm -hmm. I have told people before, season four of Dexter compared to season five. How does season five top such a great season mm -hmm. as season four? That's the whole thing with the other Crow movies. If I remember correctly, after the initial one was started up and being made before Brandon died, the initial plan was to have Brandon play different incarnations. Oh. He was supposed to play uh, Eric Draven in the first one. Then in the second one, he was going to be a different character. And if it went to a franchise, he was going to... But he was going to be the... Uh, it was going to be different incarnations of different people as the crow. That was... that would have, uh, It's nice to see that they would have made it work. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, with, but the, unfortunately that, that the, with the losing... With us losing him. Yeah. Um, you know, we got what we got. And the thing is, like I said, the second one was by no means horrible, but it wasn't the first one. You want to know another thing that's got going for it? Yeah. Is that it had the... Um, uh, the young lady played um, Trini in the Power Rangers in an action, a role very different from Trini. Exactly. Uh, she was evil. You know, she was uh, she was evil. That's right. You probably haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen the quote. No, but I do remember Trini from the Power Rangers. Yeah, she was in that, and she was actually bad. Wow. And it showed a range in her, and you know, we lost we lost her um, in a car accident in two thousand one. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Wow. And the funny thing was with the third one, um, well, the third and fourth one. Uh, a lot of the actors' careers, you could say, probably died. So it's like, is the franchise cursed? Well, not, you know, not the the franchise being cursed is a whole other story on its own. But oh, you mean like the series? Yeah. Okay. But um, the third one had Eric Mabius. He he's been in and out of acting, but he still is pretty solid in acting. And also uh -huh. too, a lot of people forget Kristen Dunst was in the third one. A lot. Of, yeah. I, I see. I even forgot about that. Yeah, she's the big name for that yeah, one. Yeah, she was. But of course, with the. Fourth one, holy crap, that one sucked. Yeah, you, know, you got Tyler Reed, you got the guy from Angel. You got Dennis Hopper, yeah. going all Ebonics on everybody. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and to top it off, we've got a chubby John Connor from Terminator 2. Yeah, as the crow. Holy shit, that yeah. poor guy let himself go. Holy crap is right. Ah, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> but then also, too, the one real kicker about the fourth one is Dennis Hopper's bodyguard. I'm oh. using air quotes on a podcast. Yeah. Is Macy Gray? Oh my God! Yeah, but let, let's get off of that. Right, 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 right. Um, so you've been kind of quiet on the movies. Well, the reason I've been kind of quiet—I mean, you've, you, you—I um, really had nothing that I would want to see again until you mentioned them. Like it's like, well, Spaceballs, all right, maybe I would see that. And the thing is, Ghostbusters—I yeah. already saw it. But otherwise, I just kind of sit around and I think, you know, 
I can buy these on DVD. I can watch them anytime I want. I can save myself the ticket price. You know, I can go to a $5 bin. Boom! Instant, there's the classic movie. But I can understand why some people would want to do it. It's their favorite, uh, for some people, it's their favorite film. And uh, for, uh, you know, it's their favorite film and they want to relive it. That was the case with me. Yeah. I just wanted to relive. And it was like, you know, I was four years old. I was a happy kid, right? Yeah. And seeing it there it just took me back. And uh, just, just just seeing it there was just, a, it was super. And I found myself uh, looking in places that I would never really look if I was watching it on DVD. Because, you know, that's where your eyes are at. It's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that you, the, you could spot the ghost trap on top of the roof, you know, when, after Dan Aykroyd set it down. I mean, you know, it's little details like that that I found very interesting, especially, like, uh, the fact that uh, Rick Moranis apparently had an animal crawling up his neck. Yeah, he's kind of hairy, dude. Yeah, I didn't realize how hairy he was until I saw it. Yeah, he's, he's hairier than you, Matt. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I am pretty hairy. Yeah, and so I didn't realize how... Oh, please, you put your shirt back on. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how hairy Rick Moranis was until I saw it in theaters again. But, um, you know, that aside, I mean, God, the things I just pay attention to is just yeah. sickening. Um, <clears throat> I really had no movies, uh, you know, I, and I still can't think of any solidly that I would really like to see in theaters. What, you know, I think you'd want to see it for a fucked up reason. A uh, fucked up reason. Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe I would like to see... Uh, maybe Friday the 13th Part 3, that was the 3D one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, I never enjoyed a 3D gimmick. It was an unrated movie. I was, and I was, well, when I came, when that came out, I was like, what, four? Yeah. yeah. My mom wouldn't even think to take me to see that, and I didn't even, I didn't get into slasher movies till I was a teenager. But I guess I wouldn't mind seeing that, and it's all 3D cheesy goodness. Well, you're talking about the, the, sorry to cut you off, but no. you're talking about the, like, limitations when you're a kid. I saw a crow when I was, like, ten. So... What does that make my childhood? Oh, your your childhood's fine. I was well, I, t I told you in 1983 I was two. Oh, okay. Two versus ten. <laughs> okay. But I wasn't into the slasher genre until much older. Me, it was uh, puppy dogs and kittens until you know ten, I guess. So uh, you know, I don't know. I I saw Dracula meets the uh, Wolfman in when I was like six and that gave me vampire nightmares forever. Now vampires and werewolves are my favorite movie monsters. Right. right and turn John in some incarnations. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Ah uh, Vaporella. <laughs> okay, no, <there's>, uh, <laughs> oh come on. Let's not get back into that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, go back to, yeah. Yeah. So, you wanna do it Wolfie style? <laughs> oh <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Don't get loud up again. I I won't I won't. Go ahead, sir. Okay, it is a back to the furry thing. I, I'm sorry. He will hit us. <laughs> I know he will. Okay. Uh, so Flash your nose, by the way. Um, yeah. The blood stopped. All right. Okay. So, so anyway, um, we we were also uh, going to discuss. Uh, you were talking about the vampire. You you you. Vampires and werewolves when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah I was, uh, va vampires and werewolves when I when I was a kid. Um, I was like they gave me nightmares. Uh, like you wouldn't believe, uh, dreamt like I went into a castle and the only way I could get out was by uh, like like running him over with my uh, racing car bed that I had. Well, they really knew how to create an environment back then. Would you like to see like the black and white movies like those? Would you uh, would you pay the tick uh, the price of admission to see those really re released? Uh, only if they were like released at my theater, which is the one I I, I work at. That's like a dollar fifty a ticket. Yeah, but, but they are doing that 
uh, too. Um, in October, the Just Ranch Theater in our area is mm. going to do a double feature of uh, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, the Universal stuff. That's yeah. right. I, heard, I heard about that, yeah. You know what? I, I, otherwise, no. Maybe I wouldn't mind. What about the Hammer Horror ones with Christopher Lee? Hammer? The really yeah. crappy horror ones. Yeah. yeah! Yeah, I'd love to, but honestly, I don't think it would ever happen. I don't think it would happen either, but you know... Unless it's a rough track one. They're cheesy as all shit, and that would be fun. It'd be like Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, well, that's the rough track. The three of us should do that. You yeah. know, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, looking at the older movies. Um, well, I suppose, well... Uh, uh, you wanted, huh? Uh, anyway, uh, just uh, make a long story yeah, short. Um, he, yeah, Josh, you want the crow. Uh, you've already seen Ghostbusters. Me, I'm thinking either Spaceballs or Aladdin in 3D. Well, you know, if it's Aladdin in 3D, I suppose maybe I'd like to see The Little Mermaid in 3D, but I would like them to bring back The Preacher's Boner. I think it's just perverted about this one. <laughs> hey, dude, it's me. <laughs> Dearly beloved. Wow, it's got the little What's going on his pants? I'm It's such a Oh, see, that's it. Well, <clears throat> I guess uh, that would call it a wrap. Matt, I'd like to thank you for joining us this uh, this app. Uh, yeah, better. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> we're closing out the year here soon, and we figured the best way to close out the year would be bringing back some of our guests, hosts, Sins panel, and you're you're one of them. So uh, it's it's been my pleasure, guys. Hey, no problem. So anyway, no, we also do as we mentioned before. We did fail to mention this, but Matt. We didn't say it during episode 20, so we're going to say it right now. You made a huge impact on the show within our first year, and there's nothing but thanks and love towards you. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Uh, now on to dick jokes. Yes. <laughs> uh, we want to play uh, one of our silly-ass games, and the silly-ass game today is ABC Movies. Now, you know how this game goes, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, if you yeah. want to refresh everybody's memory, feel free. All right. The way the game goes, we each go with the title back and forth until uh, we are either stumped or can't think of anything, which is, I don't know, both. Yeah. But um, whoever loses closes the show. So here we go. Uh, Who's going to start? Guess goes first. Guess goes first. Okay. A. If you didn't know what, where that off of it started. Uh, right. This has yeah, just gotten a whole new level of sand. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's uh, just the beginning of the alphabet. Okay. 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 Uh, apocalypse Now. Uh, babe, Pig in the City. Cats. Uh, dinosaurs. Ernest Goes to Camp. Fred the Movie. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. IQ. Uh, Jurassic Park. Kilowatt. Lorenzo's Oil. Monsters, Inc. Never Ending Story 2. The next chapter. The next chapter. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Octopussy. Uh, Quigley Down Under. Nice. <laughs> uh, Relentless 3. Sleepwalkers. Transformers. Undercover Brother. Beaver Vendetta. <laughs> Warriors of Virtue. You know, I don't want to say Xanadu, but I do every single fucking time I get to this. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay. Um, fine. You know what? I'm going to cheat. X. It is a title to the movie. I know. This one gave me so much shit, so I'm using it. X. What about X-Men? No, I've used... Well, no, I haven't used that. Okay, I'm pocketing that. You can't take it. All right. All right. Okay, so I'm going X. Okay. X-Men's the next one, motherfuckers. <laughs> if we make it through. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yogi Bear. 
Um, Zathura. Applegates. Oh boy. Cats and dogs. Living together. Mesosteria. I'm <laughs> sorry, I had to. Okay. Yeah. That was oh, a okay. Okay. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck did you just do? Is that a title? <laughs> no. Uh, so you said, see, okay. Um, uh, Daredevil. Edward Scissorhands. Fern Gully, Last Rainforest. Hmm. Oh. Um. Gone with the Wind. Hard Day's Night. I'll Be Home for Christmas. Here's one you hear a lot, Matt. Just Friends. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Sorry. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh. Um. Little Princess. My Cousin Vinny. No way out. Oliver and Company. People under the stairs. Mm -hmm. Your turn this time, Bill. Well, it ends this. Uh, uh, no, California. Right. Anybody want to throw one in my face for Q? How about Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards? Uh, <laughs> that's the title, Dick. That's the total title. That's not the title. Are it's you just sure? Inglorious Bastards. Oh, no, really? Yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would, I, would, I would do it and cheat. Because you're a cheating. Because I'm an asshole. You're a cheating prick, and that's where we'll leave. Yeah, and if it's the M's, if I'm stumped on the M's, I go, Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park. So, you know. <laughs> From that cheating bastard and this psychotic bastard and this loser bastard. <laughs> Good evening. I'm Thor, but not complaining. You've just listened to yet another episode of Nowhere, California. Between Josh's drunken texts and Phil's lust for men, hookers, and other kittens, it's a wonder why you are still listening. And on another note, have you seen this Matt guy? He's a very attractive man. Not one of those attractive men that you see nowadays, but a very rare attractiveness that goes unnoticed. Now let's get back to ripping on Phil and Josh, because it is one of my favorite topics until they start paying me.